0: Do you have to be crazy to make art? Yes yes I think so I think, I think you have to be a little crazy by by definition I, I think it's part of the the definition of art is, is that the artist is a little bit crazy because by definition art is created outside of existing culture you know art is not tracing, an existing work of art. Right? You're not coloring within the lines. You know, you're taking what exists in your current culture and you're running it through you and then expressing something new and different. You know, that's that's what differentiates art from mainstream entertainment. You know, the stuff that is showing up on primetime television isn't likely to break new artistic ground in most cases, right? It's going to be more formulaic and already have relatively widespread cultural approval and sanction. Also, not knocking primetime TV here, right? There's plenty of great mainstream storytelling going on in popular television and film. There's lots of great stuff being made out there, not knocking it. But if it's new and it's different in ways that people have never seen or are not used to seeing, that's a bigger risk, right? If people have their current cultural glasses on, you like my cultural glasses? Through that lens of what is acceptable in current culture, any truly new and innovative art is going to look a little crazy to the average person. You know, people are gonna stare at it and think, WTF? You <laughs> know, what is that? That's not what I'm used to. How am I supposed to process this? It's it's strange to me. I can't. I can't understand what this is getting at. You know, that's, that's why making art isn't safe. You know, you're potentially challenging aspects of the current culture. And, you know, people who are stable and happy within the current culture may not like that. You know, they may find your art upsetting, you know? And the goal is to make art that is so good that even when it upsets people, they still like it. But it's hard. It's very hard to make good art. And that's that's not easy. That's not an easy task. You know to make to make high quality art, you know, first you have to adapt to and participate in the existing culture. You have to be of the culture you are creating art for. You know, you have to understand the culture intimately and be a well-integrated member of that culture. You can't create art for a culture if you're a total outsider to that culture, obviously, right? They won't understand you. You won't be able to relate to them, but you can't just be an average participant in the culture either. If you wanna be an artist, you have to go outside the current culture and encounter new ideas and new ways of being. You have to struggle with aspects of life that are not fully accounted for by the current culture, you know, especially mainstream culture. You have to experience things that the current culture is not well adapted to handle. Then you have to start dreaming up creative ideas related to those new experiences that are not codified by cultural norms. You know, if the culture doesn't know how to categorize what you just experienced, then you as an artist have a little bit of free reign to try to explain it for the culture through your art. That's where the fun happens. That's also where things turn risky, right? Because the culture may not accept your explanation for whatever phenomenon you experienced outside of the culture. You know, they may consider what you're expressing to be taboo in some way. They might see you as a threat to the current way of life in some fashion. You know, and maybe you are a threat, right? Maybe your art sucks, but also maybe it's brilliant and people just can't see that yet, right? We can be optimistic. You know, maybe your art is threatening because it's brilliant, or maybe it sucks. You know, I don't know. It's it's hard to tell usually, uh, in the moment. But you know, the current culture, the people that are of that culture, they might tell you to shut up. They might get violent toward you. They might lock you up or kill you. I mean, probably not. You know, in most modern Western democratic countries with cultural norms that involve things like civil rights protections, you know, freedom of speech. But historically, it has not always been safe to be an artist. And depending on where you live on planet Earth currently, it still isn't. I don't know, you know, there's people probably watching this on TikTok and places where it's not safe to make art, you know. You can still garner plenty of online vitriol from your current culture if they think your art is running afoul of accepted cultural norms, you know. Making art can be isolating. You know, you're you're playing around with weird ideas, you know, by yourself up in your head, but you gotta figure out how do you connect with others around those ideas? You know, artists still ultimately are seeking connection, right? I know it seems like I'm just talking to a camera in a room right now, but I want to be talking to actual people about this stuff through the camera in the room. Artists, you, you go outside of the culture on this voyage of discovery, you know, and that's really cool. But then the goal is always to bring that back as new creative learning, you know, bring that experience back to the culture. You know, the art form I play in is stand-up comedy. I love all sorts of stand-up, traditional stand-up, alternative stand-up. You know, I'm not certain there is actually a clear line that separates, you know, traditional comedy from alternative comedy. You know, the, the difference there seems to, to me to be more of one of degree. Traditional comedy, it, it doesn't reach as far outside of the culture as alternative comedy. You know, alternative comedy is, is more ambitious. Alternative comedy doesn't try to speak the current cultural language as much as traditional comedy does. You know, with, with traditional stand up, you make more of an effort to meet the audience where they are within the current culture. You know, you you bring your art to them. The setting for the new ideas you are expressing is the current culture. You give them relatable touch points and then you sprinkle in, you know, a little bit of chaos that they aren't adapted to, you know, jostle things up a little bit. Alternative comedy is more of an invitation to go exploring outside the culture together as a group. You know, it's it's not clear uh, what the point of the exploration is always. You know, the punchline can seem like a muddle of ill-defined absurdity. You know, everything isn't necessarily resolved and tied up with a neat little bow for ready consumption, you know, for the average audience member. Alternative comedy, you know, feels like a way to wake up you know, artistic curiosity in the audience. It's as it's as if the comic acts as a guide to show people, see, you too can go explore these strange ideas. I don't have the answers. Our culture doesn't have the answers, but look, you know, isn't this weird what, what we're seeing over here? You know, don't don't you want to go poke this, you know, and, and, and see what happens. Traditional comedy, traditional stand-up, it operates by breaking down the current culture and reshuffling perspective to make fun of the culture from mostly within the bounds of the culture. Alternative stand up is a group field trip to uncertain ground. It's a vacation from the normal, if that makes any sense. You know, jokes always have a comic subject. The question is, whether the comic subject lies within the current culture or outside of it. you know, If you're making jokes about something already accounted for by the current culture, then you're likely in the realm of more traditional stand-up comedy. People will readily understand you. By contrast, if you're making jokes about something that isn't well understood within the current cultural frame, you're going to be inching toward alternative comedy. It's going to be harder for the audience to relate. They aren't going to have as many cultural touch points to, to get hold of. I think both of these things, traditional and alternative comedy are very fun to do. If you have the skill to pull them off, you know, you can even mix them together. You know, there's balanced, all of this, you know, I think they're both useful and beneficial to helping a culture evolve in healthy ways. As I mentioned, alternative comedy tends to be more ambitious, it's more difficult. To be able to pull off alternative comedy, I think you need to train yourself by getting good at more traditional stand-up first. Traditional stand-up, that's how you get the mechanics of stand-up. You know, that's how you, how you get the mechanics down. Lots of comics, myself included, uh, we start off trying to tackle really grand ideas and difficult subjects. And that's exciting to us, you know, because as creative people, we want to be wrestling with challenging ideas that are not well understood, you know, not well integrated within our culture. You know, that's that's mysterious and thrilling. You know, creatives love encountering novelty and and then trying to make sense of it. You know, novelty is inspiration, you know, you you go out and experience weird new things and then you write or paint or sing about it or, you know, whatever your creative medium happens to be, that's what gets the creative juices flowing. But, (laughs) But if you don't have the solid mechanics within your medium down, you know, things like Joke structure, timing, stage presence, the ability to read a room, you know, stay emotionally connected, in touch with the audience. If you don't understand that stuff, you aren't going to be able to properly express and communicate these brilliant artistic ideas in a way that people can understand. More than likely, they're either going to stare blankly, you know, maybe boo you you know, that doesn't happen that much, but you know, I don't know, you could have a really bad show, you know, or, you know, then they give you suggestions about how you could improve your jokes after the show. That's the worst one. I'd, I'd rather you you boo me. Uh, so if you if you wanna make great new and innovative art, you have to make basic, less challenging, less groundbreaking, more relatable, more mainstream stuff first. As an artist, you have to be normal before you can be crazy. Don't get me wrong, you still have to be crazy. You gotta you gotta be crazy, but you can't be completely nuts all of the time and right from the beginning. you know that's it's generally that's too isolating. you know sure you may be able to entertain the crap out of yourself up in your own mind, uh, but then you're just you're just a dude laughing to himself in public for reasons no one understands. you know that's that's too far gone. You know, people are gonna be like, oh, should we take them to the psych ward? You know, you're gonna get a lot of those looks. So you don't you don't wanna go full crazy. Just like 50, 75% crazy, you know, at most when you're up on stage. Uh, but you always need to be able to pull it back, re-enter the culture, be relatable, help people understand where you're coming from. And hopefully, you know, you didn't say anything too nutty while you were up on stage, and the audience appreciates your fresh perspective on some stuff they didn't understand as well before they encountered your art. And now you've helped move the culture forward a little bit in an important way. Or maybe they'll take you out front and tar and feather you for hearsay and blasphemy. I, you know, I don't know. Sometimes bad things happen to good people who are trying their best. <laughs> you know, that's the risk you take, you crazy sob. You know, now go out there and and uh, paint something with your paintbrush. You know, go sing a song in the shower, and then share it with the world. <laughs>